The message you're about to listen to is produced by CRIC Media. We are looking at guarantees of answered prayer. Guarantees of answered prayer. Guarantees of answered prayer. All right, we said a guarantee is what? An assurance. What makes you sure you're going to get an answer to prayer? Number one, we said what? Pray based on what? The word of God. You see, when you are not praying in line with the word of God, there is no guarantee you will get an answer to that prayer. Number two, what do you do? Pray to God the Father. Jesus said, when you pray, say what? Our Father. Number three, you pray what? In the name of Jesus. Number four, pray in faith. That's where we're, right? James 1 verse 5. Pray in faith. We said faith simply means confidence. 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 Hallelujah. Let's just look at this as we're looking at that praying faith. Hebrews 3 verse 12. It says, take heed, brethren. Who is he talking to? Come on now, who is he talking to? Brethren. Take it, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of what? Of unbelief in departing from who? The living God. That means faith or strong faith is an indicator of a healthy spiritual life. Strong faith is an indicator of a healthy spiritual life. It says, take it, brethren, lest there be in any of you. That means any believer can be a victim of unbelief. It says, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. That means backsliding, backsliding, is the end result of unbelief. So, if you want to know whether you're, you're, you're healthy with God, look at your faith. So, it says, Take it, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief. When you start complaining, complaining, is the visible trademark of unbelief. Complaining is the visible trademark of unbelief. When you start complaining, just know that you're spiritually sick. Verse 12 again. 
It says, take heed, be watchful, brethren, lest there be in any of you, say any of you, so any Christian can be a victim of this, an evil heart of unbelief in departing from where? The living God. So when you stop seeing the hand of God, it simply means that your faith is malfunctioning. When you're not seeing the acts of the living God, your faith is malfunctioning. It says, take it, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God, but exhort one another daily. While it is called today, the development of faith requires consistent input. The development of faith requires consistent input. The development of faith requires consistent input. If your faith is going to be fruitful and functional, you must feed it how many times? Every day. Romans 10, 17 says, So then faith come in how? By hearing and what? And hearing and how? And hearing and how? And hearing. Yesterday's word would not suffice for today. God gives manna every day. Yesterday's word will not suffice for today. God gives manna every day. It says, but exhort one another daily what is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. That means all sin is rooted in unbelief. Before you will fall into sin, you will first of all doubt the word of God. So a sinful life is the outward manifestation of unbelief. When an individual is living in sin, they are actually manifesting unbelief. Verse 14. For we are made partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence, that's our faith, steadfast unto the end. See? So the development of our faith requires consistent input. Say consistent input. So you can say consistent input. That means you have to keep on sowing the word into you and sowing the word into you and sowing the word into you. So we said pray in faith. Pray in faith, James 1.5. There are many people that will tell you about their testimonies. Their biggest testimonies of provision or miracles are behind them. See? Your faith should be growing consistently. See? The more you increase your knowledge of God's word, the more your faith grows. See, your faith requires consistent investment of time in the word. The development of your faith requires consistent investment of time in the word. Consistent investment of time in the word. Verse 5, James 1, 5. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. Then he describes our God that giveth to all men liberally. Say God is a giver. Say it again. Say God is a giver. Your view of God is what determines your response to God. Your view of God is what determines your response to God. Your view. 
of God is what determines your response to God. Your view of God is what determines your response to God. It says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that give it to all liberally. How many does God give to? How many does God give to? So if you're not receiving from God, it's doubt. Because God says in Matthew 7, it says, ask and ye shall receive. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. Then he says in verse 8, Matthew 7 verse 8, it says, for everyone that asketh how... So if you do not receive, God is saying you asked doubting. Because God says, if you ask me, I will give you. I will together. It says, let him ask of God that give it to all liberally and upbraided not, and it shall be given him. That means if you really pray the prayer in faith, you will always get the answer. So if you're not getting answers to prayers, you did not ask him in faith. You did not expect the answers. Look at this in the Amplified Version, please. Amplified. He says, if any of you is deficient in wisdom, let him ask of the giving God. He calls God the giving God. Say the giving God. Now look at, you know when they say that guy is a giver. You know when we when in school, there's a word they call givers. They, they give, they are so generous. So, when your provision is being exhausted, you're just going to say, please, I need some milk. And, and they'll give you, they'll give you milk. They'll give you milk. They'll say, you want some sugar? Yeah, do you want some cabin? Because it's a giver. But it says, let us ask the giving God. Say the giving God. So, whenever you go to God in prayer, expect immediate answers. If you know how long I've been praying for that thing, you understand you have not been praying. You've been what? Playing. See, a lot of people judge answers to prayer by someone else's experience. You know, they say, you know how long it took Abraham to have a child? It took Abraham 25 years. It took Abraham 25 years to believe God. That's what people don't know. Because if Abraham believed God, to give him a child, why is it that in Genesis 16 he went in unto Agar? If Abraham had faith, why is it that when God came in Genesis 17, he was saying, Let Ishmael live before thee? Just in case this is your said that no born. It was one year in Genesis 18. That's when, first of all, give me Genesis 17, verse 1. Then we're going to Genesis 18. Let's look at this. We're looking at Guarantees of answered prayer. Genesis 17 verse 1. It says, And when Abraham was 90 years old and 9, the Lord appeared to Abraham and said to him, I am the almighty God. Walk before me and be thou what? Be thou perfect. Give it to me in the New Translation. NLT will do. He says, save me faithfully. I am El Shaddai, God Almighty. Save me faithfully and live a blameless. Abraham was still crooked. When a man, a man has faith, he's lying about his wife. A man, a full grown man, just as you see me, he said, who is this fine woman? Say said, she's my sister. Is that faith? 
When you read Genesis 20, you see Abraham said, because I feared. He was afraid. It took Abraham a journey, a journey as he was growing and growing. Then, when the faith was perfected, he got his miracle. Are you learning something today? Now look at this. Now give it to me in the message translation. Message. He said, I am the strong God. Live entirely before me. Live to the hills. Live. Because Abraham was still doing. This Abraham just had a child called Ishmael. So God came and said, uh-uh. Abraham, you're not really depending on me. You're having faith in age. That Sarah is too old. She feel no bond. See, that's why you need to read your Bible because someone can come and tell you it can take like 15 years. Some people would like 35 years, you know. You don't know what God wants. It's not true. The Bible says, the Bible, the Bible, Psalm 120 verse 3 says, children are the heritage of the Lord. The fruit of the womb is his reward. The Bible tells us in Exodus 23 verse 25, so you shall serve the Lord your God and shall bless your bread and your water and he shall take sickness away from the midst of thee. Give us verse 26. Verse 26, Exodus 23, 26. Go there. It says, There shall nothing cast their young, nor be barren in thy land. The number of the days are fulfilled. There shall, there shall nothing. That means animal self will not miscarry. Well, maybe God is using this miscarriage to teach me something. He's not teaching you anything. God teaches us with his word. The devil is teaching you something that is wicked. Say so this poverty that I'm going through, God is teaching me. God, the devil is roasting you. Because if you, if you get more spiritual sense, you will prosper. So, don't look at someone's life and say, um, Abraham used 25 years, maybe me, I'm just 10 years, by the grace of God, at least before I know it, 25 years of this hardship, maybe things will change. No! That's why I'm showing you, Abraham, that he did not believe. It was later, when in Genesis 18, verse 14, that God now told him these words. Give me Genesis 18, verse 14. Are you there? Now, let me, let, me, let me begin from verse verse 11. Now, Abraham and Sarah were old and well stricken in age. You see, their faith was in age. And it ceased to be with Sarah after the man of men. Therefore, Sarah laughed with him and saying, After I am wax old, shall I have pleasure? My Lord being old also. That means they were not doing it anymore. See, see now. There was no action. But God had to renew his mind. That's what the Bible tells in the New Testament. It says, but Abraham becoming strong in faith, giving glory to God. God had to renew his mind. Are you learning something today? Look at this. And the Lord said to Abraham, wherefore did Sarah laugh? It says, shall I of a shorty, notice guarantee, shall I of a shorty, is it sure that I'll be a child when I'm old? Then the Lord answered, Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the time I appointed, I will return unto thee according to the time of life. And Sarah 
shall have a son. The old man and the old, and the old woman, something sparked off inside of them. That this thing is not a joke. By the next year, Genesis 21, verse 1. And the Lord visited Sarah as he has said, and the Lord did unto Sarah as he has spoken. For Sarah conceived and bare a son in his old age, and bare Abraham a son in his old age, at the set time of which God has spoken to him. And Abraham called the name of his son that, the, that was born unto him, whom Sarah bare to him, Isaac. So you, you can see that it, it took them time when, when Give me Hebrews 11, 11. When, when it came to a point where they, 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 they were so sure of it, it happened. It says, true faith, Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed. Why? Because she judged him faithful that had promised. Notice, when did she receive strength? When she judged him faithful. So a lot of times we, we, we think that it is God that's delaying my miracle. I've been praying about this thing for a long time. I've been praying. The issue is that let's be sincere with ourselves. We're not praying in faith. If you finish praying about something, you start complaining about that thing. You never prayed in faith in the first place. Are we together? Is this helping you? All right, let's go back to where we were. We were in James 1, right? Verse 5, right? Okay, James 1.5. We were using the Amplified Version. Just wanted to show you that God, God is not the problem at all. That's why we need consistent impute. Building our faith. Building our faith. Because your faith is what decides your speed in life. Whatever God does in your life will always be proportional to your faith. See? Then look at this. Yeah, I'm, saying, I'm going to say it again. Whatever God does in your life will always be proportional to your faith. That's why in Matthew 9, 29, Jesus said, believe it, I'm able to do this. He said, yeah, Lord. He said, be it unto you according to your faith. Matthew 9, 27 to 29. See? So, there are certain things in your life you will not see until you believe the word. Hallelujah. All right. Now, look at this. It says, if any of you is the vision and wisdom, let him ask of the giving God. Say the giving God. Say it again. Say the giving God. Who gives to how many people? Who gives to how many people? Talk to me. Who gives to how many people? Who gives how many people? Everyone. Then it says, liberally and ungrudgingly, without fault finding or, re, or repro, without reproaching or fault finding, and it shall be, it will be given him. So it lets you know that God is so ready to answer prayer, but so few are ready to believe when they pray. Some testimonies, when you hear them, you're like, boy, there's a God in heaven. There's a God in heaven. It's a giving God. Look at verse 6. It says, but let him ask how in faith, King James. It says, but let him ask. There's a condition. Faith is the primary condition. For receiving from God. Faith is a primary condition for receiving from God. If you are not receiving answers, don't deceive yourself. You may have a lot of head knowledge, but you don't have faith. So you know you have faith. When you have faith, you are functioning by convictions. 
Because the word faith is the Greek word pistis. Pistis. Pistis means assurance. It means a firm persuasion. A firm persuasion. It means a firm conviction. A firm conviction. So, if you are not too sure this thing will happen, you are not functioning in faith. When you are functioning in faith, you are too sure. So, people claim, I have faith. I have faith. I have been, I've been believing God, but I don't know. You are not believing God. Because faith is too sure. Hallelujah. That's why a wise man said, faith is committing God to do what he says. When there is faith, God will manifest what he says. Hallelujah. So, enough of all this, eh, I don't know why God, don't blame him. Just do your homework. Get into the word of God. Get into the word of God. Are you all there? says, let him ask in faith. I said, faith is the primary condition for a sin from It's the primary condition. And the Bible tells us how to develop it. It says, faith comes by hearing and how? Hearing by the word of God. Hebrews 11 verse 6, please. Hebrews 11 verse 6, look at this. It says, for without faith, it is what? It is impossible to do what? You see that? For he that cometh to God must what? Faith is a must. Must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that do what? Now, it's not only to believe that he is, you must also believe that he's a rewarder. So, are you expecting something from this attempt of faith you've taken? Hallelujah. James 1, 6. But let him ask in faith. This is the missing ingredient in many lives. Let him ask in faith. Let him ask. Be confident. Be sure. That's what I said. Before you pray, gather the scriptures. Because if you're not gathering the scriptures and, and settling on the word, your prayers are only exercise in futility. Are you out there? So many people are just exercising in futility. They're not going to gather the word of God. They're not going to buy messages. There's a young man we went, we, were, we grew up together in our estate. And many years ago, I went to see them in the estate. This was even years ago. And he said, ah, Say, man, while you don't eat, oh, see the way you are, you don't go far. He was looking like a madman. His father was part of those who were teaching us Bible. Faith is a personal matter. The just shall live how? By his faith. Not by your father's faith. He has stolen all the things in his father's house to sell them to be rich. He sees falls down. And that while his father was richer than my father. His father is like a, a quarter cast. You know what I'm saying? It's Oyibo people that produce half, then half produce this one. So, they, they, you, you, you can imagine, but you cannot compare two of us. So, your speed in life is tied to your faith. If you, if you are not, see, the reason why you are still where you are for a long time, your faith has not grown beyond where it was before. If you are getting the same results you were getting before, your faith is at, this, at the level it was before. So don't blame anybody. 
Look at this dear man of God that his goal now is membership of 3 million members in one church. They are building a new place and the new place is 100 sitter. The, the overflow they are building alongside with it is 100 sitter and it has capacity to become 200 sitters overflow. And when they go there, they are going to ask three services. That's 600,000 people. Now, why is he going there? Because he has faith for it. But when Young Cho had 750 then, people were like, ha, it's Young Cho to get 750,000 members. It's not going to be easy. It's not, you know, now 750,000 members. 800,000. Ah, Young Cho has special grace. Uh-uh. The Bible says it is of faith that it might be by grace. That means the level of faith you have, that means the, the measure of grace you enjoy. Give us Romans 4, 4 verse 16, please. Romans 4, 16. It says, therefore it is of faith, how? That it might be by grace. That means the measure of grace you will enjoy is tied to the measure of your faith. could have thought of three million members, one church, one venue. What is that? But somebody saw it in the Bible. He saw that Moses was pastoring 300 people. So, he went for 300. A church in India, they built an auditorium in 52 days that seats 25,000 people in 52 days. 52 days. That means if they were building 50,000 sitters that we have all clapped about and we thank God for, they would have done it in 104 days. See, grace is always proportionate to knowledge. Grace is always proportionate to faith because knowledge is what decides faith. Second Peter 1 verse 2. What does the Bible say? It says, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. So, the grace you will enjoy is tied to the knowledge. The knowledge gives you faith. See? So, if you want to enjoy more grace, get more knowledge, you produce more faith so you can access grace. So, you're not suffering because life is difficult. You're suffering because your faith is small. Little faith. Tell someone, go for faith. Tell someone, go for faith. Yeah, because faith is your only escape from your current stagnation. Your life will rise or fall to the measure of your faith. Your life will rise or fall to the measure of your faith. So if your faith is at this level, this is where you'll be. So I don't know why I'm still here. Uh-uh. I've been praying I'm still here. God is saying you still have the same knowledge. You still have the same faith. So grow your faith. Is anybody learning something today? Alright, now look at this. James 1 verse 6. It says, but let him ask in faith. God will give him more. But it says there's a condition. There's a but. See, it's like, let's say you're going to a venue. They say, okay, everybody that comes here will be well treated. Uh, you will be well cared for. You eat in this buffet. Buffet is available. But the dress code, you must wear suit. So, you now decide not to wear suit. You now tie wrapper. And with blouse, with walking stick, you now came there. They said, excuse me, sir, you're not going. They said, ah, they said anybody that comes in will, go and will eat. Everyone that comes in. Ah, what kind of partiality is this? They said, but did they tell you in your invitation that you should wear suit? 
He that cometh must believe. Didn't they tell you that you must wear suit? So since you do not wear suit, you can go back. In other words, it's available, but you do not believe. That means it's only believing you can access what is available. They bounced him from the gate. It's not because the one who organized the event was wicked. It's not because the one who organized the event did not make things available. They were all available. He could have enjoyed, could have eaten with everyone else. But they had the con. But he must wear suit. And he died rapper. And he's shouting at the gates. Hey, you know how long I've been trying to enter since? I've been trying to enter since for how many years? They did not allow me. They did not allow you because they did not come with the right dress code. Take it on the shield of faith. The only access is by faith. So many of you, you go to the gate of the supplies. Everything is inside. The, the food, the clothes, the husband, the children, the car, the money is all there. But you came on dress, the wrong dress code. You came with unbelief. So the angel said, you know, enter. Or God said, he that cometh must believe. We are still outside. So you mean I will continue to suffer like they say you will suffer? Because the dress code into this place is unbelief. So I will shout more. Oh God, I want to enter. They saw a guy, you are disturbing us. So your voice will soon crack. Oh God. Then you see someone and say, no, you see somebody will enter. I say, ah, that person just came now. I've been here since that person has entered. No, this is fake, fake, fake. This is fake miracle. How can this person that just, ah, no, 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 no. no he came with the dress because he was wearing suit. They didn't say he that comet must be perfect. Must believe. Either that comment must believe. So the reason many people are not getting is not because God is not making the blessing available. Because of the fact that they are not believing. Some people, the scales are falling from your eyes as you're listening to me. Luke chapter 1. Let me look at this. Luke 1. Let's begin from verse 5. Let's look at this. This holy man. There was in the days of Herod, Luke 1 5, the king of Judea, a certain prisoner named Zacharias, means God has remembered, of the cause of Abiah, and his wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous. Do you see that? They were both righteous. Did you see that? They were both righteous. I said, Did you see that? Before God, walking in all the commandments. And ordinances of the Lord, blameless. Kai! This man, holiness, finish. Let's continue. And they had no child. There are many people who are serving God. Ah! They say, that man, that man, a good man. But I don't know why God never do one for him. I will show you from the word of God that the person did not have faith for it. Because you could look, you know, someone will say, ah, if I was righteous, if I was only good, this person, the man, good finish. He was righteous before God. Walking in all, do you know what? God, God does not lie. This is Bible. Walking in all the commandments of God, blameless. And they had no child. Because that Elizabeth was barren and they were now well stricken in years. You don't tea. No feet born. And it came to pass that while he executed the priest's office, before going in order of his cause, you know, then they used to cast lots. 
All right? Some people will be on duty today. Our church will get there. Some churches do it. Some people who are ushering today will not usher next week when the church is much. Because now you have like, we have like 6,000 ushers. I don't know whether you are seeing the future like I'm seeing it. Now, you will not say this week you are not ushering. Okay? Because then they will cast lots. This priest. So he was in the cause of Abaya. That's those in the group of Abaya. All right. Now, this was his time. He came to pass while he executed the priest's office before going to the other office cause. According to the custom of the priest's office, his lot, no, they've cast lots. This is his turn. His lot was a born incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. And the whole multitude of the people were praying without at the time of incense. I told you, I said, whenever you are praying, there's high angelic activity. That's why when we are praying, don't let any stupid easing happen to you. I don't use the pigeon English word. Don't let it happen. So we can't, there are angels delivering things at that time. That thing is from hellfire. Hold it. Read your Bible. Anytime there is a time of prayer, angels appear. Angels manifest. When the angel came to Daniel when he was praying, Daniel was praying at the time of evening oblation, which is the time of prayer, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And then the angel appeared. In Acts 10, give me Acts 10 verse 2. Acts 10 verse 2. We'll come back here. Acts 10 verse 2. He says, a, a devout man and one that feared God with all his house, which gave much alms to the people and prayed to God. How often did he pray? Verse 3. He saw in a vision every about the ninth hour of the day. That's 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Coming in unto him and saying unto him, Cornelius. Next verse. And when he looked, on him was afraid and said, what is it, Lord? And he said unto him, thy prayers and thy arms are come up for a memorial before God. So this man was praying. But the day the, the message that his prayers have been answered was at that time of prayer, angel came. Some of you, when we are praying, you are not praying. I said, praying, you be said, do not start again. You have someone put her in one pocket. Are you from Shakiri? Look at that. It says, and the whole multitude of the people were praying without at the time of the incense. And they appeared unto him. Now give me Psalm 141, verse 2. Psalm 141, verse 2, please. It says, Let my prayer be set before thee as incense, and the lifting of my hands as the evening sacrifice. So, when we are praying, that's the time of incense. And that's the time angels are very, very active.